Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Job Pod by Begin and Discover. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. My name's Sam Winwood. In this episode, we cover teaching. Uh, and to help us do that, we've got my good friend Jack Horrell helping us out. Jack is currently a teacher at a special educational needs school. Uh, and before that, he was a teacher at a secondary school. So in this episode, we cover what it's like to work in both. We also covered, covered Jack's journey into teaching as well, going down the PGCE route. So if you are considering teaching, this is super handy for you to kind of get your head around the process and also a little bit of information on what it's like to work in a secondary school and a special educational needs school as well. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, let us know your thoughts at the end. Thanks. How you doing yeah good thank you how are you yeah very well enjoying the weather enjoying the weather um thanks for agreeing to do this mate uh i asked this with every guest my nan's just walked into the room lovely doris she doesn't know what you do and she just asked you jack what do you do tell me in 30 seconds <laughs> um basically uh, i am a i teach um uh, special educational needs students at a small school in uh, in the cotswolds um, got a small class of about, uh, well, I've got a small class of six students at the moment. Um, normally we have about a ratio of one teacher to three students, so they can get quite, you know, focused um, kind of work and one-to-one -one kind of uh, attention when they're working. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so essentially just teach a, teach a small group of um, SEM students. That sums it up perfectly. Thanks, mate. Um, mm. So my next question is, tell me the story. How did you fall into this? Was this something you always set out to do, etc.? Um, not honestly, if I'm looking back to when I was younger, I didn't, I didn't always have a plan that I would go into teaching, but, um, kind of, I suppose over the last few years, since I decided I was going to teach, I think teaching SCN students was one of the things I was interested in because I found it more rewarding than probably mainstream teaching. Okay. But, um, I kind of found myself here by, I went to uni and met you, obviously, um, did, um, did human biosciences because that was what I enjoyed most coming out of school and I knew I wanted to go to university, didn't really have a plan afterwards. And then just kind of got my degree, did okay, got a 2-1 and then uh, kind of had a bit of a limbo where I was thinking about what I wanted to do and I decided that I'd go into being a TA at my old school. Yep. And just to see if I liked going back to school as, you know, a teacher or a teaching assistant and seeing if I liked it. And I, uh, yeah, I pretty quickly found out that I, it was something I wanted to do. I enjoyed it. But I actually was going to go down the route of doing maths rather than science because there was a lot of need for maths teachers at the time. So got um, got a nice bursary to do it. Um, it was quite a hard year doing the PGC. So if anyone is going to do it, they, you do have to be prepared. It is quite it is quite taxing because you've got work to do alongside, you know, doing your actual teaching hours and stuff like that. But it is, it is good. Um, and yeah, so I actually got offered a job at one of, at my second placement school because you've just gone two placements whilst you're doing the PGC yeah. and took that up and I was there for a year. So that would have been um, two years ago now. And I, if I'm being totally honest, I didn't really, it definitely wasn't for me. I didn't enjoy that. It was too much. I found the classes quite difficult. I had big class sizes. There was a lot of students that were quite disinterested in maths that had to do maths because it wasn't an option. 
um, you know, and I felt like I was kind of working all hours of the evening to prepare lessons that children weren't necessarily interested or engaging with. So it was quite, it was hard at the time, but there are, but then that's just my view on it. There are people who love the mainstream side of it and they're really into it. But I happened to, I, I was going to give up teaching completely, but went to see a, um, a kind of, uh, not recruitment consultant, I don't, basically someone just to talk to about jobs and like advise me which direction to go. And they kind of said, the more and more I've seen it, he's like, well, the, what you say and what you're interested in lends yourself towards teaching, but maybe a different kind of teaching. And then um, I actually had a girl I worked with um, who went over and worked at this school I'm working at now. And she suggested I try it out. And I went there and had a look and looked at it and thought I'd really enjoy it. And now I've been here since September. And I'm absolutely loving it. So, yeah, I've kind of fallen on my feet a little bit, but I suppose I've gone through the what I didn't enjoy and found what I did. So it was quite nice. Going going back a bit, just to the PGCE time, when a lot of people are in that limbo period, what's the process? Like how is that like literally going back to UCAS and applying for a, a PGCE? Or... Um, how did I do it? That's a very good question. I'm trying to remember how I actually applied for it. It seems so long ago now. Um, yeah. Well, UCAS is obviously a, a scheme set up to help students go to university normally from post 16 kind of thing i think i just um in fact i do remember now i did i think i did use ucas again yeah you can you can set up a new um you, you essentially just go through it again and you have your choices because i remember i got a chance to go to gloucestershire and worcestershire and decided to go for worcestershire but yes it's very similar to the process anyone would do going through um you know trying to find an undergraduate undergraduate and postgraduate kind of fairly Fairly similar, isn't it? Because a lot of, of particularly we look at people at uni who were actually studying education. Does that mean yeah. you have to do? This is probably a stupid question, but do you still have to do a PGCE if you study it as a degree, study education? So no, if you so like some of our friends did, you if you do an undergraduate one, you do it in a specific subject, and you through that time you do your subject knowledge stuff and you do your teaching stuff. So by the end of it, you do have a. a basically a degree that enables you to teach it's just if you've done something that's not got the teaching side so like i did math i did um human biosciences or if you did a maths or business or physics whatever it might have been yeah. you can then do a postgraduate certificate which doesn't necessarily focus on the checking you've got the knowledge it assumes your knowledge from your degree and then just checks that you've got the teaching skills so like you know the ability to engage a class the ability to control your class behavior management that type of thing so a lot of do a lot of teachers that you've worked with have they done pgc's have they have they done the traditional degree that they've enjoyed and then got like what would you a say lot, a lot of the people i've i've met have done pgc's so they've kind of done it whatever their degree was and then thought oh i could teach with this and then done afterwards so it's, it's quite a good thing to do and it can be obviously more money because you're essentially doing another year at a university but like you said with some of the more in-demand subjects like physics and the sciences and maths it can it can actually be quite a good year because i ended up making more in that year training than i did in the year before anyway so it just it it depends what you want as well. Like my my main focus has never been making loads of money. It's just been something that I enjoy, I think, and that I can kind of look forward to going to in the morning. So, I think most people should aspire to have that attitude, mate. To be completely yeah. yeah. So that's brilliant. Thanks for that, mate. Uh, so, why do you continue to do it? Because uh, I think I've kind of found definitely an issue what I was looking for. Like I said, I've got something where. 
I feel like I'm helping the kids. I feel like it's not just for me. It's not just education either. Like if I go for a day where they haven't learned something, it's not the end of the world. But if I've had a day where, you know, I've bettered our relationship and maybe given, because a lot of our kids actually have, we have students that have had trauma in their life. So they've like kind of, we do a lot of trauma informed care and how that's affected their development, like educationally and all that kind of stuff. So even if you've kind of taught them a little bit of social skills or kind of how to deal with anger, stuff like that, then it's, it's just quite a rewarding thing to be able to do. And I know everyone says in teaching that every day is different, but teaching at my school, it really is like every, <laughs> every day you just go into a new thing and it's, and, it, and it's, and it's nice and it's, and yeah, there's just loads of perks to it. I love one of the other big things I like about it um, is the fact that I'm not up all hours of the evening planning because I've got a smaller group. We stay, we finish school at three thirty and have to stay in our contract until five. So we just use that hour and a half at the end of the day to do our planning and our marking and stuff. And that's easily enough in the week. And it means I can get home and you know do I want an evening so I can cook dinner if I need to. I could go to the gym. I can go on a run, football training, that kind of thing. And I'm not. I'm not struggling after that, so it's quite nice. Feel a bit healthier, but just all round better off, really. Okay, cool. Um, so, in a typical school, or just if you're looking at the teaching industry, as it were, are there other positions other than a, just a teacher? You know, well, obviously, mainstream school, you can be a TA if you want, you can be a teacher, you could be. Your progression from there is going up within your department. You can go to head of department. You can go to assistant head of department before that. Um, the pay scale as well means that the more experienced you are as a teacher, you do actually go up the pay. If you're more into pastoral side, so like general care, even dream school, you can become assistant head and head of year. You can do... Um, uh, what else can you do you can be head of houses if they have house systems you can obviously go into there's it can go right up through to deputy heads assistant heads and, and head teachers really but obviously that comes later on in, in in your career and then after that even our head of school head of the um yeah sorry head of school at church down where i was at was um he's gone on now to become a head of a group of schools so like he's yeah yeah so he so there's i don't there's not really any limit to be yeah. fair and there's and obviously, if you are looking for something that pays more, then you're looking for that side of the of the kind of the job. But I think you still need to do it's like a progression, like anything. Really, you need to do the bits first to not only get the experience, but just to you know actually not just to get the experience that you need to, but get the experience that is imperative to being good at your job. You know, and understanding all of the bits that come before it. So, cool. all right. Well, who's this role right for then? Any, anybody who's good with if you're good with people and you're willing to I think you need especially in where I'm at now I think you need quite a bit of patience you need to be able to understand that you're not gonna have a perfect lesson every day you're not gonna you know teach them xyz and get through it and it'd be perfect even at a mainstream school you need patience you need resilience definitely you need to understand um the student but you also just need to kind of People who are up for a bit of a laugh, just up for connecting with people one-to-one, having a good relationship, that kind of thing. Um, and, yeah, so that kind of that kind of thing, really. Um, I don't know if there's a specific person per se, but those kind of attributes are probably quite important. And if, and if you want to, you know, enjoy it, like I said, probably not be too fussed about getting right up the pay scale and up the pay ladder straight away. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, yeah. 
it sounds like a good work-life balance where you're in at the moment, mate, as well. Mm, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So what would be your best advice now for somebody wanting to get into teaching? Um, I think do, unless, you know, some people might be adamant, but if you're unsure, just do kind of do what I did if you can. Don't worry about jumping into something. My, my dad's always said you've got like the best part of probably 50 years of your life working. So kind of make sure, take your time trying to find out what you want to do. Yeah. And that might be going into a teaching assistant role. It might be trying an undergrad graduate or postgraduate course and then you just got to see if you like it and then just be honest with yourself if you don't and it's you know making you unhappy then don't do it and just try and find something else you will find something you want to do eventually either through meeting people or whatever yeah. it might be but if you do want to get into it then yeah undergraduate courses postgraduate courses sort of pgc yeah. um if you want to get into special education or need stuff then throughout your degrees and stuff they'll give you opportunities in developing in certain ways they might do things like you can either do a second subject as part of your development you can either do english as an additional language because obviously we have a lot of children who are from different countries who need that support because obviously as you can imagine learning maths is hard enough but when you can't understand somebody who's telling you it then it's even harder yeah. um special educational needs so it's kind of just decide what you want your niche to be and then kind of go down that way but yeah there's there's loads of opportunities to go out and, and specifically in what i do now but i'm looking back and i'm pretty happy the way i did it because i kind of have practiced what I preach in a sense because I, I tried it and I liked it. I did it fully and then was honest with myself. And that was quite hard admitting after like two years that, you know, I've tried all this and I don't think I like it. I want to do something else. Yeah. That was yeah. quite hard. And I, cause I thought I was going to give it up completely, but when I didn't and I was able to find this new job, I'm just really glad that I did persevere because now I feel yeah. like I'm kind of at a place where I'm happier and, I think I'm um, like you say, I've got better work life balance and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Just going back to um, getting into the industry just quickly about work experience. I presume in a, when you do a PGCE, you, yeah. you do that anyway, as part of that post-grad, you do a yeah. lot of work experience, but it, yeah. So I guess, how do you go about getting more work experience? And <laughs> So, so you can, obviously you can, you can, you can get work experience when you're, I know it's part of the, um, it's part of when you're, what year was it, year 10, uh, whatever it might be, you can do work experience and you can do that at schools if you want. But then when you're out, I did my, my work experience was actually, it was my job. I did it through being a teaching assistant uh, and yeah. I really liked it. But you can get days where you should, I, I think it's just one of those where if you can talk to a school and as long as you've got DBS clearance and things like that and you're, you're right to go into school, you can shadow teachers, you can have a look at classes. Um, but then, yeah, when you're actually in the undergraduate or postgraduate, you get, depending on different types of courses, because there are lots of different ones, you can, you have a minimum pretty much of two placements. So, um, you can, uh, get a kind of sense of, they try to give you different schools as well. So one that's maybe, uh, you know, smaller class size, more expectations for the students, then maybe one that's more kind of like a, you know, inner city kind of, um, bigger class sizes, harder things to deal with, but then pe different people flourish in different kind of yeah. classes. But yeah, going back to the um, course as well, you could have the normal PGC, which I did, which is one of the most typical ones, but you can do lots of different things. There's one called Skit. Um, there's... Uh, I, can't I can't remember the names of them now. Teach First, yeah, yeah. So there's ones that you can actually get paid 
throughout it. It's kind of as if you're working at the school but getting your training at the same time. There's loads, there's loads of different ones, and they're, and they're easy to find out about. If you literally go online and type in teacher training programs, you can find out all the information you need and all the schools that are participating in those educational kind of programs. So, I'll add that into the description of this podcast, I think, for sure. Um, yeah. Okay, final question then, mate. Advice you'd give your younger self? Um, Although I must admit, it sounds like you, you did it the right way and you wouldn't change much. Yeah, yeah it's hard, isn't it? I think I... Yeah, you don't want to look back on things too and give it too many regrets. But uh, well, I certainly would have given myself um, a bit of a kick at the, you know, um, when I was in sixth form and probably focused a little bit more then because uh, I think kind of coasted and I think it was a really important time. I think I probably focused on the wrong things at that time. Um, but yeah, just to just to give everything a go and and just not not to. I know a lot of people come out and they worry about what it is they're going to do, but just be assured that you've got so long that you're going to be working just to kind of take your time. And I'm not saying just don't do anything and it'll all fall into place. You've got to be proactive. You've got to try and, you know, see what you like and what you don't like, but just, yeah, don't, don't worry about it too much. Just give things a go. Be honest with yourself. If you like them, be honest about what it is you're looking for on a job. Is it money you want? Is it work-life balance? Is it something you enjoy? Is it something that, you want to, you know, it sounds stupid, but some people like something that's an impressive title. But yeah. make sure you do it. Make sure you do it for the right reasons that are going to make you happy and going to make you want to go in there. And and yeah, don't necessarily do it for the flex. As <laughs> yes, yeah, for the flex. I don't think I'm going to flex on anyone with uh, with my job title, but I enjoy it. So that's the main thing. Sounds like you're super happy, and that's what most people should be aspiring to be like. So that's awesome. Have you got any other bits, Dad, that you'd like to say about? teaching in general because i think um, i've got enough here mate i don't know i was very when i was mainstream i, I i've kind of had a negative view on it from myself but so many people love it yeah. you know i didn't i'm really into my as you know i'm really into my football and i kind of went and i just did maths when i was there and i because i was so caught up in trying to get that right i didn't maybe go and do the football side of it and branch out a bit and make relationships with the students like that kind of in a different sense and I know teachers who have taught science English maths and have done the PE side as well and done after school clubs and things like that and they love that and it's like a, it's like another thing they can do as well as school and, and it is a really nice thing like getting to being a teacher and you probably remember when you were younger getting to go to things like proms and see kids go from like year seven to year 11 it is a really it's a really um it's a really nice feeling seeing people progress and stuff like that and you kind of do need to stick it so yeah amazing okay man thanks so much um that's all right catch up with you soon cheers again yeah definitely see you later thanks mate thanks for tuning into that guys that was jack my good friend that is a teacher at a special educational needs school i found that super helpful really insightful and if you are considering teaching, I think that's going to be a real help for you. Uh, if you have any questions, drop me a note at sam at beginningdiscover.com. And please remember to like, share, subscribe and do all that social stuff for us and pass it on to your friends who might be considering teaching because this could really, really help them. Thanks again and speak to you soon.